0: You're listening to MoneyWeb at Midday. Well, let's look now at another enforcement issue. And illicit trade on the black market in South Africa is seemingly out of control, facing on uh, multiple fronts, including alcohol. Cigarettes, fishing, mining, counterfeit electronics, pharmaceuticals, food and apparel. I want to give you an expert view on the situation now, as we're joined by Stefano Betty, who is vice president of the organization Transnational Alliance to Combat Illicit Trade. And uh, the question then is, is it getting worse? We don't
1: know if the situation is getting worse. We can see that it's pretty serious, as you mentioned before. And this is affecting a number of business areas. Just think about the tobacco sector, for example. We have estimates, for example, that 58% of cigarettes sold in South Africa are illegal due to under declaration of locally produced cigarettes. There are some business associations that estimate the counterfeiting phenomenon as accounting for 10% of the national economy the illicit sale of alcohol products have reached a staggering 22% of the market, and, and so on and so forth. And this is certainly aggravated by a number of macroeconomic figures that are worrying, such as a very high unemployment rate, which is stably around 30%, and uh, for young people aged between 15 to 25 years old, even 60%. And the main effect of this is that people cannot afford to buy legal stuff and are inevitably turning to the black market to find cheaper alternatives. The problem is they may find cheaper alternatives, but they may also get dangerous products for their own um, health. Think about adulterated, substandard alcohol or or even medicines. So there is also a right. health issue here.
0: Stefano, you mentioned tobacco and, mm-hmm. and alcohol. Are those the two principal areas of concern or are there others that are also uh, becoming increasingly worrying?
1: I need to say that tobacco and alcohol are two very concerning sectors also because these are the two sectors on which excise taxes are applied. So, the more you have illicit trade of these products, the less governmental revenues are lost. And with few governmental revenues, of course, the government cannot do too much in terms of development programs, in terms of upholding the welfare state, etc. But certainly, you have also other areas that are affected. We have produced a report on on a country report on South Africa a couple of months ago, and for example, we have seen an increase in the theft of copper from state-run industries, and we know, and this is worrying because copper is an increasingly important material mineral for the energy transition, and this is worrying because we certainly don't want the criminal groups become involved in the supply chains for these critical minerals that will be needed to implement the energy transition. We also have high amounts of wildlife trafficking from national parks. Rhino horns is is the most classical examples. All these things that get smuggled, especially towards Asia markets. And this is also due in part to um, a reduction in resources available for national parks authorities. Mm. That, as we know, in COVID, where um, there were very, uh, very low levels of tourism, and, and these authorities get money through tourism. And so, uh, with less money available, it was more difficult to patrol um, these national parks, and therefore, poaching increased substantially.
0: Right. So, as you say, it is a multifaceted problem. Is it simply uh, an issue of poor law enforcement, or is that oversimplifying it?
1: It is an issue of poor law enforcement. It's also an issue of lack of expertise and understaffing also in law enforcement agencies. It's about uh, corruption in law enforcement agencies. It's not so much a problem of lack of legal frameworks available. So South Africa has very nice legal frameworks in many respects. For example, when it comes to confiscating criminal assets, there is good legislation in place the problem in in many cases is the way this law is implemented which is lacking in many respects Mm -hmm. so it's an issue of enforcement of implementation and also i would say lack of interagency coordination well, so let, let's, eight. Let's, let's
0: talk about that interagency cooperation if we can. You make the point that if a link is made between the illicit trade that you've just outlined to us and organized crime, law enforcement agencies will become more involved. Explain that to me.
1: Yeah, there is a problem, certainly not only in South Africa, of collusion between law enforcement and governmental authorities and, and, and criminal organizations in many respects. This is fed by high levels of corruption We see corruption in illicit trade schemes and at various junctures of the supply chain, not only to ensure, for example, that illegal goods cross borders illegally, but also to ensure that, I don't know, police raids are not conducted so that counterfeiting manufacturing factories keep producing and bribing officials so that they can turn a blind eye on this illegal manufacturing taking place. And so on and so forth. So yes, there is an issue of collusion here. And there is a connection and a close link between organized criminal groups, illicit trade, and illicit financial flows that need to be laundered.
0: Let me ask you this question then. If the current trajectory continues, uh, what is the impact going to be on the South African economy?
1: Well, if this continues, there will be a further reduction in governmental revenues which will mean that the government will have um, less of an ability to support, you know, in the communities it's supposed to support and to to provide public goods for communities. It will mean an increase in uh, organized criminality, which will have uh, various um, impacts in terms of security, increase in violence in the circulation of weapons, I would say also very clear economic and financial implications because then you will you may have a situation where international credit rating agencies may downgrade South Africa, which will make it more difficult than for South Africa to attract foreign investment, which will make cross-border transactions involving South Africa more expensive, and so it would be a sort of a vicious circle that um, that sets in. But hopefully this will not be the case and um, South Africa still have time to react and to improve the situation.
0: Thank you very much indeed, uh, Stefano Betty, Vice President of the Transnational Alliance to Combat Illicit Trade. I appreciate it.